is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank that. you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio, with thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today. Joining us uh, from Sioux Falls is uh, our friend Jeff Ash. He joins us uh, on these Fridays. He's usually on the road somewhere watching uh, volleyball or uh, enjoying a, a round of golf occasionally uh, as well. And uh, Lefty, where are we catching you today? I am just walking kind of downtown Sioux Falls. I'm going to venture towards Falls Park, get a little walk-in this morning while I talk to you. So yeah. Hopefully I uh, don't get too out of breath. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's always an issue. Yes, but I'm on I'm on this new uh, kick. I I didn't feel good all last week. Like I didn't hardly eat, so it has started a small diet for me. But that's it's hard to do. Like this weekend, well, Sioux Falls, it's hard to do all the way around to try to watch what you eat. But um, when you like, I told you we drove all the way to Winona yesterday, so that's a four hour drive. Yeah, you know, you get done at eight thirty, nine o'clock. You haven't eaten. Uh, we stopped at a nice little bar to pregame, but didn't order anything. So that's that's hard for me. I really like <laughs> bar food <laughs> yes. and pizza, wings. You know, it's like yes, I'll take all of that. Um, but then you get done, and you're like, I got to eat something. So grab the sub. But again, it's like nine o'clock. You're trying to eat in the vehicle. Get here, and now it's homecoming week, Todd. So that means wow. tailgating. Yes. Uh, so it might be a little bit of a a cheat weekend, but. You got to do that too, right? You got to live a little. So, anyway, in town, it's uh, it's Augie's uh, homecoming, and our our schedule is a little different this year because we dropped or Upper Iowa dropped out of the conference. So, there's there's matches on Tuesdays, Thursdays. Um, like this week, we play Thursday and Saturday. Normally, we would always just have a doubleheader. You know, we'd play not a doubleheader, but we'd play Friday and Saturday against two town two teams. But that's all different this year. So. Um, going to be a little different there's going to be different travel but it's all part of it and it's the uh, last year so we're just going to enjoy it yeah that's right and and uh you know you're used to putting on the miles right i mean it's not right. the first time you've, you've driven you know eight hours uh, from one day to the next to get to a no. volleyball or football or basketball or baseball whatever it might be uh, that particular weekend year, what what I, am I going to do I, next year? This I, is it. I know. I don't know, man. You're, you're going to be searching for stuff. I tell you, you will feel it. That's for sure. I, I, I'm sure you yeah. will feel like, gosh, I need to go to something. But I know you well enough. You don't necessarily have to have uh, a, one of your children participating for you to go and enjoy no. a, a prep or a college sporting yep. event. Uh, I yeah. expect to see you at some high school football games uh, as the years go by. Yep, I've, like I said, I got a nephew at NLS, and they're, they're obviously a lot of fun, fun to watch. So, and I've got some younger nieces and nephews that are going to be getting involved. It's just, it'll definitely be a transition, but that's life. Life yeah. is full of those, right? So that's right. I said, just just imagine for you, what if this was your last year of calling high school football games? I know, right? You know, it's kind of be like that. It'd just be like, what the heck? You know, yeah. talk about talk about a little bit of an empty spot, but I'm I'm going to know that too. Yeah. Yeah, what that? I, I'm gonna know that too when I when I have my final season. I'll know it's my final season. I don't think me retiring is gonna be a spur of the moment thing. <laughs> it's gonna be. Right. I think this will be it for me. It's a wise off. I don't have any plans on that just yet. Of course, I'm yeah. still a young man after all. But 
but yeah, looking forward to that too. But you know, the the prep football is so much fun, and and I mean, it, sure it, it just gets in your blood. Cardinals have their homecoming tonight. It'll be a, a packed uh, stadium uh, down at Bill Taunton. They they play the number two ranked team in Class Four A in the state and Becker. So oh uh, so it'll be a big game tonight. That scheduling, I know, right? <laughs> but but if you looked, yeah, that's the old that's the old joke, isn't it? Uh, how, yep. how how do you how do you ensure winning your homecoming game? Scheduling, exactly. But. Yeah. Uh, but Wilmer's schedule this year was so tough. There, there is not a, a soft team where you would look at them and say, "Oh, let's let's schedule them for homecoming." I, they don't have anybody like that on their schedule this year. They got a pretty tough one. Yeah, yeah. There seems to be a lot of good football teams around. Um, but uh, what's Wilmer's record right now? Uh, one and one and two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When you got to go up against teams like that every dang night, just in your conference. Yeah. I mean, it can bode well when you get into the playoffs if you don't have to meet some of those teams, and it makes you a little bit tougher. But that's a lot to uh, – it's not to turn it back, but it's the same thing for our, our girls. You know, yeah. it's like every week you are going up against one of the best teams in the nation, basically. So, so, but I think it probably builds character, and you'd rather have it that way than just stomping on everybody every week. I mean, of sure. course, it's, it's fun to be the best. It always is. But there's a lot to be said about having those – those kind of matchups every week, every game, things like that, too. It's just, I don't know. It's got to be more fun to coach and prepare. And I, we've been on the other side, you know, being the one that's getting stomped on. That's hard. Yeah. But when you know that you're a good team and every night you got a chance, that's fun. Yeah. No doubt, and and I'm looking forward to tonight. Cardinals have a, a certainly a good chance uh, against Becker uh, there in their homecoming game, and then we've got your your uh, nephew's team on on the train tonight to London Spicer at Litchfield. Nice to have them back in the schedule. That was the traditional yeah. season opener for many years uh, between right. those two teams, and then district scheduling came in and threw everything up in the air. I mean, Wilmer's schedule is so different. Uh, every two years, you know, they they redistrict everything, and then they redo the sections. You know, the section is different. Being a larger school, kind of a regional hub like Wilmer is, they get moved around. Now they're in Section yeah, 2, and Becker's in Section 8, which is where, uh, you know, the the teams from the old Central Lakes Conference reside for the most part. So everything is different these days, especially with the football scheduling. Yeah, and as you're talking about that and mentioning a couple of these towns and teams, um, we talk, talk about it on and off, but you really can see the difference that, getting a coach and a, and a staff in place that gets it and can figure out ways to motivate their kids and get into a system, it sure makes a big difference because you look at some of these. It isn't by accident, you know, that New London Spicer, Wilmer, it is not by accident mm-hmm. that those teams are successful every year. Minnesota, yeah, yep. you know, you look at the consistency within their coaching staff, you look at what they're trying to do, you look at the expectations that they must set for their kids and trying to put them all into you know, the best spot to succeed. And and I've said before, too, once you start winning, there's a lot of things you can do as far as challenging your kids and your teams and stuff, too, because you have something to fall back on. It that yeah. isn't just an idea or something that you did when you played. You know, it's like yeah. it, it's tangible for them, and I think you can see that with some of these programs. It's just like every year they're like, this is what we do. You yeah. know, yep. it's just what we do. This is what we expect. We'll put you in a good spot to succeed, and then they can just kind of sit back and let let the boys or girls play. Yeah. And I've always respected that because I've been in every dang spectrum of it, you know, from good, bad, ugly, indifferent, you know, and so just getting to the stage of, of uh, life that I'm at, 
And again, just thinking about, okay, this is it. What it does is it gives you a little bit of perspective, whether that's right or wrong, but at least it should give you the ability to look back and to appreciate both good and bad. But, you know, you look at these programs, too, and I do. I always kind of tip my hat. I'm like, geez, they do it every dang year, and yeah. I think that's impressive. Yeah, and, and you, I don't think that can be overstated, how important it is to have consistency within your program. I think this is Coach yep. Conal's 14th year uh, in Wilmer. Coach Flan uh, down at Bolt, same thing. They have a terrific program down there. He's been there a while. He he was an assistant under Coach Solom, who was yeah. there yep. forever down there. New London Spicer, knew same thing. Knew the expectations. Thing. Yeah. Yep, knew the expectations. Knew this is how we do it, and it's like, well, why? You can always put your own, you know, your own flavor to it or whatever you want to say, but there's nothing wrong with taking something that works and then, yeah, trying to improve it. But, um, again, I just I have a lot of respect for that because I've seen all ends of it. I've seen an experience, you know, where you kind of shake your head like, what are we doing here? Why are you doing that? This doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, and then, then you go and watch some of these teams, you're just like, why, why does it just seem like everything is effortless? And we see that at every level. You see that at the, the pro level and, you know, when things – are going good. I mean, and those stories too about like the Pete Carrolls and the Belichicks, you know, when those guys struggled to start out and stuff like that too, and just about lost their jobs, Coach K. And then when they start getting it going, you know, then all of a sudden, then it's the way to do it. It's, you know, we're all experts, but I mean, some of those guys were dang close to losing their jobs when they started out too. They were on horrible teams, but I don't know if they believed in something, if they were able to get the right personnel, you know, and get the right people so that what they believed in they could put into play. But when that all happens, I think that's one of the, my the things that I love most about sports. It's yeah. just it's so cool when you see it clicking. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, let's talk Vikings a little bit, Lefty, if you don't All mind. Right. Uh, you know, the, the Vikings go out and they sign a free agent, uh, offensive guard Reisner from Denver previously, and then they trade for yep. Cam Akers from the Rams. So they pick up two positions where I think like 90% of Vikings fans were saying, we need somebody at those positions. We don't have enough guys at those positions. Did the Vikings not believe them before the season began? Did they have to start out 0-2 to say, you know what, I, I guess we do need another interior offensive line. Maybe we do need a little another back who has maybe a little more speed to get to the corner than than Alex Madison really provides. He's a kind of a between-the-tackles runner. So, you know, you know these guys. You're a fantasy football player. Cam Akers has been on people's radar. He hasn't won anybody any championships. I think last year he had 790 yards rushing, which was a career high mm-hmm. uh, through three years from him. But, but he's got a little speed, a little wiggle. I still anticipate Madison being the lead back, but they're trying to get a little more lightning in that backfield, which I think is helpful. Yeah, and I happen to have Madison on my fantasy team. So do I, yeah. I highlight out that this helps his value um, because obviously he's going to he's gonna take some carries away and he could, you know, who knows on the goal line. And I think I said it last week, now that I'm watching, you know, Madison on every down or whatever too, yeah, I kind of am not getting all the warm fuzzies from him either. He's, <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, it's not there's not a lot of explosiveness. Like I said, he's kind of like a slow Delvin Cook is what I see. Yeah. And then and then as far as the Reisner, the offensive lineman, I'm like, well, offensive lineman, could they be any more valuable to a team and then he's just sitting there that nobody wants him? You know, it's like, I get it. He's probably an upgrade for our line, but I I don't know. We're such a that's, mess there. That I know. That's a good point, I, though. Why was he still a free agent? Why You know, he was well, a free yeah. agent all off season, never got a contract free agent all through right. training camp, never got a contract, finally there's two weeks reason, in. Yeah, yeah there's got to be a reason. 
because there's plenty of money around. They overpay for these guys all the time. Yeah. You know, like, and same thing, you know, everybody's falling all over themselves to pick up Kareem Hunt off the fantasy waivers. And I'm just like, you can have him. Kind of see all this. <laughs> yeah. Well, feel free. There's plenty of teams that I'm sure needed a running back. Why wouldn't they need him? I mean, he's asking for too much money, whatever. Yeah. Know? But yeah. it seems like as soon as the need is there, then the pocketbook is endless. But yeah. Yeah. Now, so now, I now, don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Now, O'Connell, he knows Akers because he was there his rookie right. year. Um, yep. So he must feel comfortable with it. But if I was in the Vikings' shoes and I see that Cam Akers was asked to stay home for the good, for the better interests of the team, he was asked to stay away from the team this last week. Well, that yeah, doesn't tell me great teammate necessarily, does it? Right. No, it doesn't at all. Uh, the, I guess the only thing that you could look is that we really gave up nothing to get him. So, yes, yes. You know, I don't I mean, rolling to whatever. I don't know what kind of – I have never heard anything negative about him before, I guess. But yep, yep. Um, as far as being a bad guy, he actually looked to me like he was kind of that good guy, and that was half the reason he played because he was – he's kind of like Madison, to be honest to me. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing too flashy, but, yeah, pretty dependable. Yeah, uh, that's right. And, yeah, you need a few dependable guys, but we could use a little explosive dependable, too. But, we we have so. that at wide receiver, thankfully. Boy, Jordan Addison has really been fun to watch. Yeah. He's lightning in a bottle. They aren't going to target him twelve or fourteen times like they do JJ. Of course, those those uh, that's no. probably not going to happen. But he makes the most of his half a dozen seven targets he gets. Yeah, and that, he's only going to help JJ. Obviously, um, being in he's in Thielen's spot, right? Yep. So to take that kind of speed there, you, there's just no way that you can ignore it. So I would hope that's going to free J.J. And J.J.'s had, you know, pretty good games. He just hasn't gotten in the end zone yet. Yeah. And, you know, from that, as far as that goes, obviously, the same story of protecting Kirk and, you know, giving him time and things like that. It's Unfortunately, we seem like we say the same things, Todd. Every, I know. Every and, week here. And every year. Hasn't it? I mean, it's been it's been years, right. right? That we have looked at the offensive line, the interior of it in particular, and said that's not good enough to go very far if you do make the playoffs out of a four team division. You don't have to win a ton of games, so the Vikings did last year. But but haven't we been talking about the offensive line for quite a while? Yeah. So and, and to that point, let's okay. So we we're always like, yeah, we're Vikings fans. We should know what we're signing up for here every year. You know, the, why do you get disappointed? You know what's going to happen. <laughs> but now, think about Detroit. They've been having that same, if not even worse, feeling. You know, they're yeah. like, okay, we suck, for lack of a better word, every year. That's right. what we are. We're an embarrassment. Now, they're as good as anybody out there. You know, and, and even like, you know, to try to keep this on the level, like, okay, so let's go back to last year. We knew... It was a little superficial. The wins that we were getting, we're like, we're winning all of these close games. It doesn't feel like, you know, we're that good. When I look at the Lions, I'm like, they are solid. You know, they're they're just solid across the board. They've built their team. They've addressed their issues, and they're they're a different team than what they've been used to. But like you said, I feel like back to Denny, we are who we think we are. Yes. You know? so it's like it's just like we're still the same. Yep. I know it, it's it's been amazing, and uh, it's been the Vikings have been good, but not great for decades now. Uh, it, they they provide us a lot of entertainment all through the regular season, especially last year. There couldn't have been a more fun season to watch the Vikings than last yep. season. Uh, but then 
We It ends in the postseason. They kind of build up our expectations all regular season. But I think, uh, you know, at least when you get a, a little uh, scar tissue on your emotions from the Vikings, you can still look at them as they're going into the playoffs and go, boy, this is a flawed team. We have to get a little lucky uh, to win yeah. a game or two uh, in the postseason. So it's gotten a little easier for me to take the postseason losses as long as they don't lose at home. Uh, well, yeah, they managed to do that last year to the Giants when they lost at home awful. in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. They looked terrible, too. Yeah, they did. This year. Yeah. 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 So the Twins. Obviously, you and I are the same. I mean, yeah. we're huge yeah. purple people. Um, it's what we have this time of year. It's what we like to rally around. And, and we always want it to be good. I know I can get negative on Kirk, and we can say negative things. And I guess when you have a format like this to talk yeah. smart, yeah. it's easy to go there. But I just. I just wish it, – it seems like everybody says the same thing, though, whether you're listening to people that really know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know, it comes down to the line, and it comes to both of our lines, to be honest. Yep. You know, it's just like the same story every year. And if that's your case, you know, and then what do we – yes, I know we had a need at wide receiver, but let's go draft a wide receiver with our first pick. And I get it. He probably looks good. But from an amateurish point of view, you could also say, don't we have J.J. already? Shouldn't we – figure something else out, and then fill in the blanks here with some other guys, whether they're free agents or whatever, but I don't know. You well, can always say that they know more than we do, Todd, but sometimes you wonder. You do, because this was the second draft for Quasi Adolfa Mensa, but you look at his first draft, it was awful. They didn't, I mean, they took Lewis Seen. He traded down and, and left a yeah. guy. We just saw that Carter uh, play for Philadelphia against the uh, Vikings. Yeah. This Jalen Carter, the Vikings could have had him because he fell in the draft for some character issues, rightfully so. But instead, they traded down uh, 14 spots or whatever. No, Jordan Davis from Georgia is the guy they could have had. Last year was was when they could have, but but that first year they could have, and they trade down and they take Lewis Seen. The first draft was a bust completely, so yeah. he needs to drop better. And I don't know, Jordan Addison is, I think, is going to be a whale of a player. But what will they get behind that? Uh, I guess we'll yeah. have to see. So, do you think the yeah, Vikes will beat the Chargers on Sunday? Uh, we are at home, right? Yep. Well, what's Chargers' record? Are they on two? Oh, and two. I know the smell of desperation yeah. is in the air. Well, it's a big deal, I think, in the NFL for yep. sure. Um, yep. And I say that just because their season is, you know, condensed into, you know, you only get so many games, and you know, as you go here, like your odds really start stacking against you. Like, yep. you know, major leagues or the NBA, you can obviously you get a little room to wiggle, even if you have a slow start, but you don't get that in the NFL. So. Yeah. I do think back against the wall at home, I would be picking the Vikings, yes. Uh, so the line started out, I think, Chargers by a point and a half or something like that. Really? It's now Vikings wow. by a point. So okay. a lot of people are, movement, yeah. are, I know, that's that's a big movement uh, during the course of the week. So Vikings now favored. I, I hope you're right, and I like the Vikings' chances against the Chargers too. Lefty, tra- uh, travel safely. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, Todd, have a great weekend, bud. Jeff Ash joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.